Welcome to Mission to Inspire, where we share life experiences in our careers, personal lives, society, culture, religion, finance, family, and much more. Meet your host, Shola Ajabadi, as she takes you on a ride to fuel your inspiration. So, I'm going to ask you five questions that are um, inclined to what you do, I think. Well, you know yourself better. Um, but then we're going to ask you these five questions. And we want to just know you better from these five questions. So the first question is, okay. read or audible? What do you do best? What do you like best? Do you read or do you listen to audible? Well, I've done a lot of both. Okay. Uh, of course, early in my life, there was no audible. So I did a tremendous amount of reading. Right. Uh, as a student. Mm -hmm. uh, but now I find I, I listen to a lot of uh, audio uh, books because I can do that while I'm doing other things. True. So True. it helps me to to imbibe information while I'm doing something else, which is a good thing. Ah, that is I'm very busy. You're very busy. OK. <laughs> right. OK. Um, now, I know that you've done a lot of, well, reading and you're very knowledgeable. Um, you're very intellectual person as well. But do you prefer physics or biology? Physics. Okay, well, okay, that's true. You're an engineer. So yes, it will be physics. <laughs> when I was a boy, uh -huh. I thought I was going, I thought I was going to be a physicist. Okay. But that was before I learned about I learned about engineering. And my wow. personality is uh -huh. not the personality of a scientist, it's the personality of an engineer. I don't uh -huh. know if you're familiar with these are two very different groups of people. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so is tree or now? Well, that's a tough choice because they both have their place, but I guess I would have to say history because I'm a serious student of history. Okay. Uh, so it would be history. Yeah. All right. Law or literature? Now that, that I don't think I can make that choice because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so enthusiastic about both things. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I've had many people, including many judges, mm -hmm. think that I was a lawyer. And I had to explain to them that I'm not. In fact, I've had people think I was a lawyer. And when I told them I wasn't, they didn't believe me because of my skill in the area. And as far as literature, you know, I, I'm a very literate person. I mean, I can still remember Mm -hmm. The first day when I joined the public library, yeah. when I was 10 years old, you had to be 10 right. in order to join. And I can still remember that day, what a big day it was in my life. Right. Okay. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. So the last one is psychology or philosophy? philosophy? Again, it's a tough choice. Uh Probably philosophy. Mm -hmm. Why yeah. philosophy? 
Well, I'm, it will be easier to it will be easy to accurately describe me as a philosopher. If right. you read my book, yeah, uh, I describe it as psychological philosophy. Mm -hmm. So it's some of both, but it's not philosophical psychology. It's yeah. psychological philosophy. So I am really fundamentally a philosopher, more in the ancient sense than in the current sense. Right. Okay. 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 Mm. Okay. Right. In interesting. So we know you now. <laughs> We know you now, we know you better, we know what you prepare. Hi everyone, welcome to Mission to Inspire. My name is Shola and I've got a very special guest here with us today. His name is Jim Marshall. Jim actually discovered um, a natural phenomenon which greatly aids in understanding people. Okay, he created a revolutionary practical philosophic system and published it in a book called Septemics. Without further ado, I would like you to meet Jim. Back to you, Jim. Please introduce yourself. Okay, well, I think what you were trying to say is that I'm the discoverer of hitherto unknown natural phenomena, which yes. greatly aid in the understanding of people from mm -hmm. which I invented a revolutionary practical philosophic system called Septemics. Yes. And published it in the book, Septemics, Hierarchies of Human Phenomena. Mm -hmm. As for my qualifications, I'm a polymathic intellectual whose areas of expertise include psychology, philosophy, theology, parapsychology, science, engineering, mathematics, law, literature, science, political, social culture, education, organization, music, the whole science cum laude from City University of New York. Right. Thank you for that introduction. Thank you. So, um, can you tell us more about your discovery? Okay. Well, Septemics is a philosophical science based on the fact that many phenomena related to human beings occur in a sequence of seven levels. Right. Literally, the word septemics means of or pertaining to seven. Mm -hmm. Septemics comprises a collection of scales or sequences, each of which breaks down various human phenomena into a hierarchy of seven steps. There are 35 such scales, each of which is unique. And together they span the spectrum of human experience, meaning any situation, problem, or dilemma which arises in the life of a person of a person can successfully be analyzed by one or more of these scales, usually more than one. Right. So it's a very, very helpful system that enables you to uh, achieve your goals faster and easier by explaining what might otherwise seem to be inexplicable or random. Okay, okay. So what actually inclined you to go through this route of discovery? Well, actually this was uh, a side effect of my career as a human development engineer. Uh, if I may, I'll, I'd like to tell you the, the whole history because 
it, it tells you a lot about the subject. Okay. The story started when I was 16 and I was accepted into an elite engineering school, which I then attended on academic scholarship. Now, okay. by the time I had my bachelor's degree, I realized I did not want to engineer anything physical, such as electrons or motors or airfoils, which is what engineers usually work on. Exactly. But I wanted to engineer the human psyche because that's where we're failing miserably. 95% of the problems in industrialized society are because people don't understand people. They don't understand themselves. They don't understand their families. They don't understand their bosses. They don't understand society. It's all not understanding people. And this book completely solves that issue. So to make a long story very short, I had a long career as a human development engineer working one-on-one -on -one with yeah. hundreds of clients for many thousands of hours cumulatively. Now, while I was doing so, I started to notice mm -hmm. that my clients would improve in ways that were predictable to me. Right. Now, I never told that to anyone, but I made notes. Mm -hmm. And as the decades went by, I came to realize that my clients were going up scales. In other words, they were improving in ways that were predictable because there were these scales that they weren't aware of, but they moved on them nevertheless. Right. By about 1995, I had about 32 scales, okay. which varied like between three and seven levels. Right. Now also in 95, mm -hmm. the big turning point was, I had one scale in particular that had six levels that by then I absolutely knew was correct. So I realized in 95, it had a seventh level. Mm -hmm. And when I inserted that seventh level in the six level scale, it yes. manifested mathematically. Right. When I saw that, I realized this must be natural law because mm -hmm. anything that has mathematics embedded in it, like for example, the Fibonacci sequence is natural law. So I said, whoa, I don't know what this is, but I found something here. So all of this was just direct observation. There's no theory of septemics. I just discovered this because I saw it in front of me. Now, I then asked myself, I wonder how many of these scales are actually seven level scales that had not been developed all the way because I wasn't developing anything. I was helping my clients and making notes. Mm -hmm. So knowing what I was looking for, I inspected all of these scales yeah. And in a short period of time, they all went to seven levels. And as each one went to seven levels, it manifested mathematically. There were clear mathematical phenomena embedded in these scales. Now, when you read the book, it's not like studying math. It's more like studying yourself. So I said, I can go from helping people by the hundreds, which is what I had been doing as a human development engineer, to yeah. helping people by the millions, if I put this information in a book and get it out. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I have to put this in a book. So the first draft of the book was finished in December of 95. And I sent it to colleagues of mine, all of whom had graduate degrees in a variety of subjects. And oh. they all loved it. Mm -hmm. They had different responses, but the responses were distinctly positive. 
So then I said, okay, this, this verifies what I think, which is that A, I've discovered something new and B, this is something that works, something that people connect with. Yeah. So then I spent, I, I devoted myself then to writing this book and I spent the next 25 years working on this book. Because you have to realize first I had to discover the phenomena, which yeah. was entirely unknown. Mm -hmm. Most of that was done by 95, although I did find three more scales as I was writing the book. Right. Then I had to take this phenomena and mm -hmm. I had to use it to craft a workable philosophic system. Now, you have to realize as an engineer, I'm only interested in results and facts. I'm not impressed by opinions or beliefs. That has nothing to do with this. So it took 20 years to craft this into a workable philosophic system. Okay. But the most time consuming aspect of this was mm -hmm. expressing this in a way that would make sense to the average reader. And I know I succeeded at that because I've been watching people benefit from this now for 27 years. Because every time I did a rewrite or I made an upgrade to it, yeah. I sent it out and I got feedback from clients and students and friends and so forth. And I kept uh, refining it. Okay. So that's how, that's where this subject came from. Right. Right. I wanted to ask you a question, though, but you've already yes. answered. You've already answered that question because, like you said, you're an engineer. You know, we would expect you to deal with physical things. Um, but this is more of human psychology, philosophy. And um, yeah. But you've already answered that question anyway, because I was I was okay. listening to it on um, on Audible, um, just the first chapter, and I was trying to figure out um, how how um, you're not I don't but well I know that you're you you specialized in a vast area of subjects, but then I was thinking to myself. Wow, what actually really inclined you to really do this? This is not physical products. These are not things, physical things that you can engineer. This, these are more of human behavior. <laughs> so it was really interesting. Yes. Answer that question. The reason why you decided to do that. So thank you. Right. Yeah. What are the yes, benefits? Septemics is a conceptual technology. Okay. So it is a technology. And of course, technologies are created by engineers, but it's conceptual. It's not physical. It's not physical. Okay. It's conceptual. Right. Okay. Okay. I get you. But it's very user-friendly. I went out of my way mm -hmm. to write this in a way that would make sense to people. For example... There is a glossary, not only in front of each chapter, mm -hmm. but even in front of the introduction, there's a glossary. So I went out of my way to give the definitions of the words that I was using so that there's no ambiguity about this. It's very clear. People get this. Okay. 
very interesting though. It's very inter interesting your discovery. So what are the benefits of your discovery? Um, well, yeah, I wrote this book to help, to help people. Each of these scales provides the user with an infallible way of determining the salutary beneficialness of any group, individual, or activity. If the group, individual, or activity moves persons up these scales, it's mm -hmm. beneficial or positive. If it moves down, it's detrimental or negative. More importantly, the actual level of any person on any scale, whether it's you or another person, that in itself is enlightening and beneficial because you know where you are in area, in that axis of information, you know exactly where you are. And finally, once you know the actual level of person, whether it's yourself or another, you can improve that person by moving them up one level at a time. So in other words, these scales give you gradients. So in any one of these 35 areas, I'm telling you with specificity, the exact steps to go to success. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right. Okay. okay. So that makes it very beneficial. All of these advantages represent major steps forward for society. Each of these scales is an axis against which to evaluate or measure human behavior and combine the empower one to understand, predict, and manage human affairs to a degree hitherto unattainable by most. So which means that we cannot, um, we would have to attain each skill at a time. We cannot go from one to two, we cannot go from one to three. It has to be from one to two, to three, to four, to five, to six, to seven. Exactly. Exactly. It's absolutely impossible to skip a level. Think of it this way. If you're on the first floor and you mm -hmm. want to go to the fifth floor, one, one way or another, you're going to have to go through the second, the third, and the fourth. Whether you take the elevator, the escalator, the stairs, or go outside the building and use a rope ladder. Mm -hmm. That's how these skills work. And that's good news because once you find your level, you know exactly what to target yourself for. You look at the next level up and you know that's your, you see, if you're at level four and you target yourself for level three, you will get there if you make an effort. But if you're at level four and you target yourself for one, you will not get there because it's too steep a gradient. Every good coach, teacher, therapist in the world understands gradients. Human development has to be on a gradient. All right, the good teachers understand this. They know there's a certain way to teach algebra or geometry or trigonometry. It's mm -hmm. not haphazard, okay? It's done a certain way. You have to bring the person through the gradients. And this is like that, except it's for 35 areas of life. Would you like me to read to you the 35 areas that are covered? It takes about a minute. Yes, go on, yeah. Okay, good. So these are the names of the scales, okay? Okay. Each of these has seven levels. The individual scales are the scale of basic purposes, the scale of personal influence, the scale of choice, the scale of permeation, the scale of thought, the scale of identity, the scale of evaluation, 
the scale of motivation, the scale of control, the scale of stopping, the scale of scholarship, the scale of literacy, the scale of human ability, the scale of memory, the scale of spiritual identity, the scale of mental deletion, the scale of aberration, the scale of physical fitness, the scale of justification, the scale of belief, the scale of equanimity, the scale of attack, the scale of conflict, and the scale of reaction. And the group scales are the scale of relationships, the scale of life spheres, the scale of government, the scale of civilization, the okay. scale of survival, the scale yeah. of management, the scale mm -hmm. of exchange, the scale of communication, the scale of allegiance, the scale of sexuality, and the scale of politics. Any one of these scales can dramatically improve the life of the user. Depends on the person. Yeah, it does answer Depends the on what you see. <laughs> he does answer the question. So yeah, you yeah, have so let, let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. Example how you would use this book, okay? Let's say you have a girlfriend who's having relationship problems. Right? Mm -hmm. Common problem. You say, Mary, come over here, let me show you something. Mm -hmm. And you show her the scale of relationships. Now, just the fact seven levels of relationship for revolutionary idea. She can find her relationship with her spouse or her boyfriend on the scale. And that tells you where she is. And that tells her her target is the next level up. That's what she should shoot for. Then you can show her the scale of sexuality. If two people are not compatible on that scale, they will not be able to have a successful romantic relationship. I'm sure you've heard of people who were very smart, very attractive, but they just couldn't have a relationship. And it's usually because they're not at the same level or not at a compatible level on the scale. You don't be at the same level, you have to be at a compatible level. And if you look at the scale, you'll see what I mean. Some of these levels are clearly not compatible. And you could show her the scale of allegiance. Anytime a relationship's deteriorated, I can't hear you anymore, James. So she's going. She cheats on him. She, what's that? I did. I didn't hear you for a minute there. Okay, so we dropped out. So let me yeah. go back. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about. I was talking about the scale of allegiance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm a relationship deteriorated. Okay. So I'm talking about the scale of allegiance. So anytime. A relationship deteriorates, it's always because allegiance has deteriorated, right? Yeah. So Shacey's going out with this guy and she cheats on him and goes out with some other guy. That it represents a deterioration of allegiance. So you can find your level on that scale and work your way back up. And you can find the other person's level on that scale. See? And help them work back up. Or you can look at the scale of permeation. Mm -hmm. Permeation is the basic action of a spiritual being. When two people love one another, it's because they are permeating one another. So you can look at your level. There are people who are very smart, well-educated, successful people who are just not good at permeating. They don't understand it, you see? And that's going to affect their relationships. Oh, that's true. So... Just off the top of my head, that's four examples. I could give you more, but you could help your friend mm -hmm. to sort out her relationship. Yeah. Now, some of these 
are going to make more sense to her than others, you know? She might look at the scale of permeation and say, permeation, wow, I didn't know anything about this. You see, that could be a big eye-opener for her as far as understanding what love is and how to foster it. Mm. So I could keep going and give you more skills, but that's kind of how this works. It's very practical. And I design these scales to wrap around the reader. Okay. So it's like you go to a clothes store, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a thousand tresses, right? And you have to pick out one that you want. It's got to look nice. It's got to fit. It's got to be the right type, right? So you select one. It fits you. It's a good fit. It's a good fit not only physically, but for your personality, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how these scales work. You see, you come to it with whatever your situation is, and you use the book to enhance your life. Right. Okay. okay. And if you can read, if you can read English reasonably well, yes, and you want to improve yourself or others, this mm-hmm. book is for you. Okay. Interesting. So you've told us um the benefits and the advantages is there any when you were actually designing this um um this this discovery of yours septemics was there any um drawback at all was there any any challenge that you 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 faced well of course anytime you discover something and you try to present it to people, there are all kinds of challenges. Mm. Also, anytime you try to write a book, there are all kinds of challenges. So yes, there were many challenges. And I sort of told you, first I had to discover the phenomenon. But let me tell you about something specific. Mm -hmm. What I discovered initially were scales. That's what I observed, that the the client would be at a certain level and as a result of the session, he would go up to the next level, even though he didn't know anything about it. Okay? Right. Yeah. I could see that. And once I saw it happening in session, mm-hmm. then I could go out in the world and I could see who's everywhere. Right. Everywhere. I could see right. people going up skills and down skills. Wow. So I see that all the time now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very, once you know the material, it's not difficult to use. Okay. So let me explain something. That will help you to understand this. Okay. If someone were to invite you to a rendezvous, mm-hmm. you would certainly expect them to tell you the time, the date, yeah. the location, yeah. and probably how to get there. That's true. Now, it's very difficult, needless to say, to get somewhere if you don't know where you are, where you're going, and how to get to your destination. Mm-hmm. Now, this sounds idiotic, but most people do this regularly. Most people do not know where they are, where they're headed for, or how to get there. How to get there. And that's why they have trouble. This book solves that problem. Okay? You just find the appropriate scales, and you study it. You say, where am I on this scale? You know, like, for example, there's a scale of motivation. Let's say a guy is dating a girl, right? He's thinking about marrying her. Right. Wouldn't it be good for him to know mm-hmm. why she wants to marry him? Sure. Because there yes. are seven there are seven levels. 
Mm. Now, if she wants to marry him because she loves him, yeah, that's the highest motivation, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe she wants to marry him because he drives a Maserati, he yeah. lives in a palace, and he owns a yacht. <laughs> now, there are many people, many women who marry rich, older, unattractive men because of what they have. Mm-hmm. And to a lot of those men, that's okay. You have some 50-year-old guy, he's got $2 million in the bank, and he meets some 25-year-old girl. Well, he doesn't really care if she's a gold digger or not, because she's a pretty 25-year-old girl, see? Yeah. So he buys her a mink coat, a diamond ring, a pearl necklace, mm-hmm. and a, a Corvette, you know? So she's happy, and he's happy because he has a 25-year-old wife. So for some people, that works. <laughs> for a lot of people, that doesn't work. You see, yeah. now this guy who I, hypothetical guy who I said, well, does she, why did she want to be with him? The difference in figuring out her motivation mm-hmm. on this scale, the scale of motivation, could be yeah. the difference between marrying her and yeah. breaking up with her. Or breaking up with her. Okay. Either, either way, he's going to be happy because it's the truth. Either way, he's better off. Mm-hmm. So I tell everyone, never tell anyone the person's level on any scale. If you find your level on a certain scale, I suggest you keep it to yourself. If other people want to try on that scale, they can get them and do it themselves. Right. They don't need you to tell them. But... Telling another person where he is on any scale is counterproductive. It's better to show him the scale and ask him, where are you on this scale? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, yeah. in a matter of seconds, the person will find a bracket, look at it for 30 seconds and say, well, you know, I can see I'm either at three or four. See, he already threw out five levels without even reading the chapter. Mm. I can say to him, well, let's have you read the text yeah. and see if you can spot it exactly. So he studies the text. He comes back and you ask, ask him now, okay, so which is it? Is it three or four? So mm. now he says, well, now that I read it, I can see I'm at level four. Yeah. And he will be happy with that. Mm. He will be happy with it because it's the truth. That's he true. has just enlightened himself about himself. So. Now he could do this on every scale. And mm. um, if you were to do that, you would be a much clarified person. You would know what you're about. For example, the scale of basic purposes. Every person has one of seven basic purposes. And usually it lasts for the person's lifetime. So once you find your basic purpose, mm-hmm. it's a tremendous relief because you throw out the other six. You say, that's not for me. Yeah. This is for me. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And then, then you go forward knowing what you're about, what you're interested in, what you're not interested in. You mm. see? Yeah. So yeah. let's say you have a guy. He's, he's thinking about becoming a priest. Okay? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he could look at this and say, well, okay, so I see my purpose is transcendence. That's level yeah. one. You see, and once he finds this, he throws out the other six. He says, that's what I'm about. I want to go to heaven and become a saint. So I'm going to do this by becoming a priest, you see? Whereas another guy would look at it and say, well, you know, I want to be a rich person. See, that's level three, wealth. That's his objective. Okay, that's completely different basic purpose. So these two people are not going to really understand one another very well because their basic purposes conflict. Okay. Right. Okay. So if you talk to somebody, somebody, some, some guy, he's got a doctorate in economics. Yeah. He works on Wall Street. Yeah. Right? His whole life is about making money. Right. Okay. He's not interested in transcendence. Okay. okay. Yeah. For example. Yeah. So, so that is a perfect example of a general scale where once you use it on yourself, you're done. You're done. Okay. And Although it is possible to change, you can go up or down a level. That's mm-hmm. actually quite rare. Most people don't. Most people, and I've been observing this now my whole life. Mm-hmm. People get a basic purpose and that's it. They exactly. stay there. Wrong. Now, somebody has some fantastic transformational experience mm-hmm. through meditation mm-hmm. or through uh, uh, therapy or something he might move up a level. Or if somebody has some terrible traumatic experience, like somebody who's in a Nazi death camp mm-hmm. and survives, yeah. that might knock him down a level, you see? But it has to be something really big to move someone on that scale. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the scales, you, you change by the minute, like the scale of evaluation. Mm-hmm. People change in that five or 10 minutes. So, as I said, every scale is unique and they have different applications, which is good because between them, they cover everything. Everything, okay. Great. Which is why I absolutely can guarantee, mm-hmm. guarantee any human being who has a problem or situational dilemma can resolve it using this book. Okay. Right. If he can read English. Yeah. Okay. So obviously you have to put some effort into it, but it, it's not that much effort. And I'll tell you an anecdote to illustrate that. About 22 years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine. When this book was in the early stages, it was a transcript. So we're talking about politics and government, like guys do standing around, you know? And I said, wait a minute, let me show you something. So I pulled out the scale of government out of the transcript and I gave it to him. He didn't know anything about this. He didn't even know I was writing a book. So he took the scale and he looked at it for about a second and he pointed and he said, right there, I'm right there. He found his level on that scale without my even suggesting that that's what it was for. That was what he was for, wow. Okay, that's interesting. So this is very, very accessible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is that simple um, for anyone to use? And the reason, the reason that, right. The reason it's, it's so accessible is it's natural law. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is part of society, uh, like the Fibonacci sequence. Now, 
Fibonacci numbers, okay, there's a formula to determine them. You can find all kinds of living creatures, sea creatures, uh, plants that are structured by Fibonacci numbers. There's no ambiguity about this. You can take a sunflower and you can count, count it, see the seeds going one direction, it's one Fibonacci number, and count them going the other direction, it's another Fibonacci number. How did that plant know to do that? Because it's natural law. So people are using this all the time and don't know it. Mm. So okay. I just put it into an organized way across 35 axes so that you can use it to resolve whatever is going on in your life. And that's what this is about. And my reward is your success. Great. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for enlightening us what Septemix is all about. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you for educating us as well and taking us through all the um, errachies of the human phenomenon that you've discovered. Thank you so much. Right. I really appreciate um, you today and um, all the word of advice and inspiration and motivation that you have, you know, enlightened us that we would derived from reading this book because it's really going to be as humans. So thank you so That's much. Right. Thank you. Yeah, let me just say in closing, in closing mm -hmm. that I invite everybody to go to my website, which is septemix.com, S-E-P-T-E-M-I-C-S, where you can see what readers have said about it, what journalists have written about it, what the reviews are. You can read sections of the book itself, and you can hear me give a 15-minute introduction on Septemix pre-recorded. So I invite you to go there. By the time you finish that, you're probably going to want to buy the book. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. So where can we buy your book? Oh, well, where can I, we buy of course you can get it at Amazon. You can get it at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Or actually, you can get this book wherever books are sold. So if you just type Septemix into a search engine, you'll get hundreds of responses, including all the people who are selling the book. So it's a very easy book to find. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it comes in hardbound, softbound, and ebook. The ebook is very inexpensive, of course. Mm -hmm. So whichever form you like, you can get. Okay, great. Thank you. Any inspirational advice for our viewers, our listeners out there that might want to read your book and from what you said today? Yeah, well, I can, I can tell you, yes. I can tell you that every person is somewhere on every scale. Now you can ignore this information, but you do so at your own peril because these scales, each of them is a roadmap for life. So it tells you where you're going. So if you take your car out on the road, right, there's switch, there's red lights, no left turn, double lines, right? Left turn lanes. You have to obey those. If you don't, you could get a ticket. You could go to jail. You could kill somebody. You could crash your car. All kinds of bad things could happen if you don't follow the signage on the road, okay? And that's what this book is like. It's like the signage for all of life. It tells you 
in any specific area, where to go, how to go, how to maneuver it, how to, how to get ahead in that area and so forth. So I urge you take advantage of my labors. Thank you so much. Thank you. And there it is. We've heard Jim Marshall actually enlightening us about his book, Septemics. Let's all, all go out there and buy this book and listen to it because I'm sure we're all going to benefit from it. Thank you so much, Jim. And until next time, it's goodbye. Thank you. Thank you, Shola. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Mission to Inspire. Subscribe if you have not already done so. Like, comment, leave a message. Let's stay connected. Let's jointly inspire the world.